We are a mighty movement of inspiration and real life views of life changing challenges. We are here to encourage. We are here to elevate. We are here to educate. We are here to demonstrate and entertain the voices unheard. Too many times we hear the negative positions through the media and wonder where is the good in life. We have the answers. You have not reached rock bottom. We are part of the solution and not the problem. Just know that you are the key to success. So let's open these doors. cold room for many years. My comfort is this blanket of anger and fears. This candle doesn't stay lit because an idle mind is where I sit. Any sudden move, my candle goes out. Yeah, I don't have any good thing coming out of my mouth. Every time I think about it, I get so angry, so frustrated, so mad. It just boils me inside. And this feeling, this feeling does hurt. I get dizzy, like little dizzy spells, like I'm falling face down in the dirt. I wanna get out of here. Yes, it's lonely in here. And these walls are closing in. I don't, I don't even know what wrong have I done. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't commit a sin. It's like I lose and they win. So why am I here? What wrong did I do? What is this feeling? What is this meaning? What is this place? Get out of my face. I will never forget the pain and despair and me losing my hair. I don't care. But how do I get out of here? I see a door, but where's the key? I peek through the hole and I see me. This door, this door is not budging in this cold, cold room. So what do I need to do? What? Forgive? Forgive who? Forgive what they did to me? Forgiveness? Is that the key? Me? Forgive? Whew. It's cold in here. I've been in this cold, cold room for many years. My comfort is this blanket of anger and fears. Welcome to your Lolo's Poetry Podcast yeah, show, yeah, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, now. I see you now. Have here, of course, your Lolo. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Jarrell Taylor. What's going on, people? And we have a special guest for you guys. Hi, my name is Sabrina Jeffco. I'm the owner of Royal African Company, which is based in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. All oh, right. Okay. I know, right? What I'm is that business? He was like, I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> I see you now. Exactly. Nice, nice. Tell me a little bit about it. So, as uh, three years old, um, and what I do is make objects in uh, space for artistic um 
sort of experiences based on research about people that have made the South. So historically speaking, and the people who now live in the South, and you know, make it what it is. Nice, nice, nice. We'll push you to do that. Well, I started out um, in college as a science in the hard sciences um, as a biology um, student, and then I moved to art in my junior year. And so my professional career, which has always been around art, mm-hmm. has always been research based. Um, you know, I believe in a process. I, you know, when I transitioned from biology to art, I was really able to make a smooth transition because I understood the process of, you know, doing things uh, a certain way. So, yeah, yeah, it's just sort of the culmination of all of that. Um, what I call a perpetual internship since I graduated college and just meeting people and finding out things about them. And mm-hmm. they wanted to make objects, uh, tangible objects, and then intangible experiences about uh, the things that I've learned. Big money, go ahead. I know, right? Don't big money. Don't big money. <laughs> that's fire. Oh, that's just fire. That's what I'm talking about. All right, cool. That's what I'm talking about. Let's let's get to it. Okay, let's so to let's it. just dive right into our hot topic. So we're going to talk about forgiveness, and basically, what are our definitions of forgiveness? Do you... no, I'm not going first on this one. Let's like start. Yeah, let big get, money happen. Yeah, let big money happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Special guests, go ahead. What is your definition? I need to make sure all the other special guests get the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a very interesting question. When you sent me the prompt, I, I started to think about it. You know, I think right now politically, um, and and just I guess as it pertains to just um, society in general, forgiveness is a very important concept mm-hmm. uh, and word that I guess is trending it's a hot topic you know right now and I don't know how I feel about it um, I can't say that I feel one particular way about it as a whole I think it's a very mm-hmm. dynamic concept for me I think it's a personal thing mm-hmm. um, I say personally for me I don't necessarily think in terms of forgiveness anymore mm-hmm. um, I think when I was growing up it was more based on um, my religious uh, upbringing and my understanding of what religion was and what mm-hmm. I was, you know, based on the religion. Um, and that was what would prompt me to forgive or not forgive. Okay. Um, and I don't think I'm in that same space as far as needing to attribute what I feel about a particular situation or a particular person to um, my religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's opened up a lot of different avenues for me about forgiveness. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I can't say one definition. I'm going to listen yeah, yeah. to what y'all say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel you on that. I definitely see where you're coming from on that. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, it's all about uh, letting go. Um, not only for like, not for your sake, so to speak. As you said, it's like a personal thing. So, like, whenever I look at forgiveness, it's like, all right, I not I need to let go for me. Um, because it's not it's not your fault that some things may happen, but it is, like, your responsibility to deal with whatever baggage that come your way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, whenever it comes to forgiveness, I don't care if it's just somebody did you wrong, stole from you, whatever the case is. It's like, all right, it ain't my fault that they did that to me, but I do have to handle this baggage in some type of way or it's going to hold you down. So, it's like, you got to let it go. I feel you on that. Like, okay. So, I have to write some things down <laughs> about forgiveness. Yeah. And what I have is basically forgiveness is a releasing of debt. 
mm-hmm. and emotional tides. Um, not only you are supposed to forgive others, like forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, mm-hmm. but it's basically um, try to like another another sense of forgiving yourself. Is it your fault? No, it's not your fault. But forgiveness is a release. You you don't want those people or anything to have a hold on you or just put you like weighing you down, like yeah. you said, yeah. because it's like you really have to. Um, you have to take control of the of the situation. Now, um, I have a certain like gesture to basically, or example you can do, especially when it comes to forgiveness. Look in the mirror and say to yourself, "Forgive me," and say never again. Wow, allow anyone or thing to have power over me. Never again will I allow to put my body in intensive care of emotions. Never again will I allow anyone or anything to steal my steal or destroy the love, the joy, and the light that I have inside of me. And forgive me because I will never let that happen again. Like I tried this before, mm-hmm. I really did. Like um, Lisa Nichols, um, she's a motivational speaker. She said it best herself when she had um, many folds of saying, "Forgive, forgive me." And when I tried it, I looked in the mirror because I just, I just wanted, you know, yeah. I just wanted to see in my face. When I, I looked in, I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Forgive me." My whole body started shivering. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, I might have needed. This. I probably needed this. Mm-hmm. I probably really needed yeah. this just to let go because I did not know that it, it was it was kind of weird. I did not know that I, I was holding something in that I had to like really let go and release. Yeah, because it's like it's always different layers of um, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and and it does take a while. Yeah, it does take a very long time mentally. You have to forgive certain images, certain situations. Don't let it take a, a toll in your mindset. Um, verbally, you have to forgive. You have to say, you have to say it. Mm-hmm. And physically, for your heart's sake, yeah, forgive. Because you don't. So many people have been, you know, in the hospital, like lost their hair. They just they're suffering so much, and they, they just hold all this anger and frustration inside. And you really have to release it mm-hmm. mentally, verbally, and physically. Absolutely. Just to let it all out there. Yeah. My, and I mean, honestly, one thing that comes to mind is what ho- what holding it, like when you do hold it, what does that do? Physically? Like, I mean, like physically, emotionally, like what, what good thing comes from holding it? Like, I, I've never seen a grudge like, yo, me holding this grudge has come out with some positive results. I've never seen that. <laughs> like no. me holding this thing, like yo, like I, I like you, I'm holding this grudge, or I'm holding this whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I've never seen nothing positive come from. I've never seen nobody get better from it. I've never seen somebody, you know, just anything like that. It's stress. Yeah, it's very stressful. Yeah. If anything, it's more negativity that's caused than anything, and it's more like something that again, like just holding you down. Um, I know a lot of people that, especially like daddy issues. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like that's a big thing. You know, um, mm-hmm. I come in like I have a lot of conversations where it's just like, "Yo, man, my dad ain't been around. What you mean?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I feel you. 
mm-hmm. I understand mine neither. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yeah, mine ain't pay child support neither. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But moving forward, the life that you desire to have, the life that you want, all that good stuff. Where does him not being there like really factor in? Because you still got to do you regardless. So why are you holding on to it? Let that thing go. Right. Let it go. Where you gonna be good? Release it. Just <laughs> yeah. throw it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just move on. Money. I think. I think yes. <laughs> I think yes. But also no. I personally, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't require forgiveness for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't require that I forgive other people. I don't. I can't say that I've forgiven myself for some things, mm-hmm. and I don't regret it. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I kind yeah. of, I to some degree use that as a place marker for what I don't want to go back to. You know, mm-hmm. I think in my life, especially, so I don't have daddy issues. My dad was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, not in the, you know, the way that I think a lot of people relate to their father. And I think that does make a really big difference, not to discredit anything that you said. But yeah. um, it does make a huge difference. Um, but I have, I have mommy issues, right? So, yeah. um, right, we don't talk about that yeah. as much. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, I don't, I can't say that I forgive, you know, my mm-hmm. mom or anyone that has kind of shaped me in a way that I, I'm not comfortable with being, um, but also I don't let it hold me back. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know what happened. I'm not going to let it go because realistically, every time I've let something go, it's happened again because I forgot what it felt like yeah. the first time. You know, okay. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. so I keep realistically, I keep those feelings to make sure that if they ever happen again, I know that what this is mm-hmm. is not. You know something that I haven't felt before. This is exactly what it was before. Yeah. Um, and th- I don't. I think the difference is that I don't. I'm not like triggered and then just act out. But yeah. because I know what triggers me, I can make a plan about how to better um, maneuver. Yeah. If it happens again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's like not forgiving. To me, it's like not forgiving. Yeah. You know. I, I feel like it's more so like not forgetting. It's like I yeah. forgive you, but I don't forget. I like forgive you? and I'm not forgetting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel as if what your situation is that, like, because what I'm saying about forgiveness, like unforgiveness, is basically something is basically taking control over you. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying, nothing's taking control over you. Yeah, yeah. So you, so there's no need to forgive anyone or anything because mm-hmm. it's not controlling you. I don't think. I think that it controls me in a different way. You know, okay. like I think it affects me in a different way. Like it doesn't debilitate. Yeah. I think when we're talking about if I can like make a generalization, like mm-hmm. when we say control, we think bringing you down. You know what I'm saying? bringing you out of your um, your true self, you know, mm-hmm. out of your like, you know what I'm saying, your light or whatever you're trying mm-hmm. to project, you're coming out of that in a, in a way to like adjust to whatever someone else is bringing to you, but mm-hmm. um, I don't, I, I think it's, it's, it's very it is very useful in knowing like where you could be, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and staying where you want to be. Yeah. Um, 
And I think we just have different ideas about forgiveness as well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But yeah. also, I, I don't feel like, you know, I think to your point, yes, I, I think that it's, it's not taking anything from me. So I, there's mm-hmm. no need for me to forgive. But also, it's like, I am making, I'm kind of making a conscious choice to not forgive, too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, um, so like, for instance, all right, when you say not forgive, like, for instance, say when I know a person just don't forgive somebody. And that thing like holds on to them. It's like if I was to ever see that person, every time it's on sight. I'm mm-hmm. telling, like we fighting no matter what. I don't care. We at the, I don't, oh, we at the park. Yeah. I don't care. We I see you there. I, we right. fighting. Like that's like that's not it. forgiveness. You know, for like that's how I view it. Like no matter what, wherever I see you, it's going down. You see what I'm saying? No, I think I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can identify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. But so like, but the fact that you know. If it's not like that, right. I feel like at, at some point you don't let it go. At some, I, that's me personally. I feel like you you let it go because I know you know it can be some hard grudges out there. Um, but if it have if it has no control over you like that, I feel like you let it go. Yeah, I think it just takes that right like word, and I'm yeah. back to where you at though. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know because I, I didn't forget though. I, I, I did readjust <laughs> so that you're not gonna bring me out of where yeah. I'm trying to be. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That That's makes, what I'm talking that about. That makes perfect sense yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's this one particular person out there. <laughs> just you look at me the wrong way. I might forget everything. Mm-hmm. And forget who I, who I am. Yeah. Oh, because there's been some tough moments where, you know, um, just, just some tough moments overall where I've had to, like, look the person in in the face where after they done me wrong. You know, and I've, I've been good. A lot, right. A lot you know, of times. I mean, but I'm, I'm seriously, like, I've been good because I always look at where I'm going. I mean, like, the things like I have going on. So it's just like, what you did back then, it's okay. I grew from it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it really don't matter no more. Because like I'm going to be who I'm going to be regardless So it's just like no no lie I think that's how I just deal with it It's like yo that don't matter no more It happened and who I am today I am because of that So it's just like oh it don't matter It's all good Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying It's just growth It's just part of your 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 whole growth about life and your perspective And and you you look back and at things that made you upset Or little small things and, And your older self is like, I can't believe I got upset about that. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's just all maturity. It's all wisdom. And then you're, you are in a different light anyway. So when it comes to forgiveness, it's like either you forgive just to release it because if you're holding it, in, you know, holding whatever that's tiding into you, forgive just to release. Mm-hmm. But if it's, not, if it's not attaching or if it's nothing... That touching you or bothering you or stunning your growth, yeah. then there's no need to say anything. Yeah, true. Just live. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's like you're lost though. Like you know, if you was it, cheat, do me wrong, do whatever, whatever, it's your loss because it's like that. At that point, you're looking at the value that you give as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, if say you're in a relationship and your girl or boyfriend cheat, and you like. I know I'm a good person. I know I've been treating you right. I know I've been doing for you. I know I give you like the shirt off my back if need to be. Mm-hmm. And you just lost that? You're a fool. 
You're a fool. You gotta be a fool. Sayonara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be a fool. You see what I'm saying? But that's just my perspective. Though. So, okay, what advice would you give someone who who's basically struggling of of either someone who did them wrong? Like, what would you say to that person? I would just ask the question: Are you good despite that? And if you're not good, will you be good eventually? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They stole from you. You good? Will you get money again? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm glad you I'll say my personal, personal with people struggle. I have struggles on many levels. Mm-hmm. People are a special struggle for me. <laughs> um, is with. Um, it's actually not with them. It's what I perceived them to be. So, um, I am constantly trying to check myself and figure out what I thought they were going to do and why I thought they were going to do that thing. Mm -hmm. And then why am I so angry that they didn't do that thing especially mm-hmm. if they never said they were going to do that thing oh. they never let on that they were going to do that thing they never mm-hmm. did that thing before or consistently mm-hmm. you know in the past now why I thought they were going to do this mm-hmm. thing to make me feel good or comforted or loved um, it seems more like a me problem than a, than a them problem you mm-hmm. know um, so I'm a really big fan of consistency these days okay. even with people who are not for me mm-hmm. or who are not you know necessarily in my corner I really prefer to know what people are going to do, are going to do versus to not. Yeah. Know, you know, um, I would tell my younger self, I can't really say like I have like, a, you know, do this, sis. You know, because I think it is like you said, like a, a growing process, you know. Yeah. But I wish that I had known that for one my pe- my parents are human that was a really hard realization for me that's a good that's point. true that's a good and point. that's mm-hmm. been a really big like issue with me trying to understand myself and then like adjusting as an adult with parents my parents are relatively young as well mm-hmm. so i say like we grew up together um, you know what I'm saying, and they grew up you know that's a part of it you know like like it's a part of my some of my like you know struggles or whatever but I just wish I'd known that uh, like that people's titles don't guarantee certain behaviors true mm. true yeah yeah oh man that's a big one yeah shit yeah. yeah like when, when I realized like oh yeah my mom could be wrong I was like yeah, yeah, that kind of that that flips a whole another switch. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Well, um, look to that person who's struggling. Mm-hmm. I would basically say, um, whoever controls your anger controls you. I'm I'm, I'm big on that controlling thing. It's because when you act out out of out of the norm, mm-hmm. that you never act that way before. Something got has a hold on you for you to act that way. So it has it's like a controlling thing. Whoever controls your anger controls you. And so don't let any don't let anyone steal anything from you. Your joy, you know, why you're here, your purpose, all of that. Don't let anyone take that away from you. And with this 
if holding on to this, would it prosper the next day? And the next day, you know, before that? Mm -hmm. Because all that is is poison. It's really poison. So you might as well just let it go, move forward, and just keep going. And don't, don't let it attach to you. Now, um, growing up, you know, just um, around a lot, a lot of other females, females like to express themselves verbally or, uh, or any other, you know. So <laughs> I'm just saying, like some some females, yeah. they like to express themselves. They like they gotta say something. Like let me tell her something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me you know express myself, tell them something. And I'm like, <laughs> um, when it comes down to that, then just be mature about it. Yeah. If you wanna if you wanted to voice your opinion, let's sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then let's go. Let's get down to the conclusion. And then let's get down. How can we move past this? Because you you really you do have to talk it out mm-hmm. either way, and that's yeah. that's the advice I would give. I would I would also say uh, be careful with your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you know whenever you are hurt, uh, it's because your expectations wasn't met or it was like a surprise to you. Um, I noticed that sometimes we can be really surprised at what people do, um, and the first thing we we'll say is, "I would never in a million years do them like that." Mm-hmm. And it's it's because you thinking what you do, you see what I'm saying. So it's like don't ex- set you know don't set no expectations for nobody or don't put them on the pedestal. You know even with our parents and stuff like that. You know that's something when I was like oh mom get me wrong I had this expectation that mm-hmm. you know you was up there you wrong and then then I was like okay all right cool 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 you just like me you human you mess up you do other things too and then that's another reason why forgiveness is so important i know you're just like me right and i know i mess up a lot of people oh man a lot of people whenever it comes to um messing up you know it can be oh everybody mess up everybody make mistakes but yet whenever somebody else make a mistake mm-hmm. it's like they hold on to it despite saying everybody make mistakes well right. if that's the case why are you having so much trouble Mm-hmm. Letting it go, you see what I'm saying? If everybody make mistakes and we all know this, right? You see what I'm saying? That's so, human. Yeah, so, you're not human if you don't make mistakes. Exactly. You know, and it can be no matter how big or how small the mistakes gonna happen. So yeah, exactly. I'm two cents on just That's what I feel. Okay, you guys, we're gonna take a little break and then we will be right back. Yeah. guys we are back and we're gonna hit to our next topic basically what we're gonna do is um talk about what advice would you give um your younger self we did tap into it but we want to get a little in a little in depth with it um start. Man, I, don't know, I, I don't know what i tell little buddy man <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question uh-huh. i said go through it like whatever it is, just go through it. Go you know, through it. Uh, it might not always seem good. It might not seem like same. Like at some points, it's gonna be low because mm-hmm. little buddy went through some low points. <laughs> I believe. Um, but just go through it. Like it, it's all gonna pay off. Like you know, uh, that would be my main thing. Just go through it because I look at how I, I like back when homeless, mm-hmm. like homeless, sleeping on that couch, being in darkness, like tears in my eyes. I was like, if I was looking back on that dude there, you know, the cussing that he was doing, the fussing, like, 
man, I, I just go through it, dude. Cause, mm-hmm. cause like literally everything that you've been through, everything that you is at that point, all that type stuff, that equated to the speaker today. Right. You know, that equated to the book coming out today. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that you are, everything that you're doing. Oh, and please stay in the church. You know, keep doing your thing, bro. <laughs> cause you know, cause everything, all that, all that equates to who you are and who you're gonna be. Yeah, so that's my main thing. Just go through it. I hear that. That's powerful. Yeah. And um, well. I would basically say to my younger self that, first of all, you are remarkable, you're talented, you're clever, and you're beautiful. What you already know that, I just want to say that again. Yeah, yeah. You're beautiful. So, (laughs) but um, you're going to go through certain levels um, in your life that's going to be emotionally painful. And, And it's going to be hard. But at the same time, it's a reason. Every season is a reason for every season and every levels that you go through. You're gonna you wanna get through it because you're 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 clever in a way that you go through mountains. You're so strong, and and it's not like you know a lot of people will say you're just quiet. It's like you just you're not quiet. You just ain't had nothing to say yeah. at that time. <laughs> and I get that. I understand that. But when you have so much to talk about, you're going to just write and you're going to speak your mind and you're just going to like continue to like just help others as you're helping yourself. So what I was basically want you to continue to do is to never stop. Don't quit. Don't let anyone define who you are. You give them the definition of who you are. You know, because you're going to get through it regardless. And you, you are very powerful and spiritual in so many ways. And you, you're like a little powerful spirit because you make, you, you touch a lot of, a lot of souls. You don't even know it. And I, I know you're going to question um, what people say. You'll be all right. Even though you don't feel that you are right. But trust me, you're going to be more than all right. I know that's right. You're going to be... You're going to be very a, a powerful individual, and you're going to touch a lot of people. And you are you are a purpose within itself. And don't ever forget that. Yeah, I know that's right. Yourself going to be like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't have big money. Uh, uh, my younger self, I'm... This was my two weeks ago self. Um, <laughs> okay. I told you I was struggling. I'm like, look, every oh. week is <laughs> a new realization. Uh, I would, I was driving and I was at a stoplight and I just thought to myself that maybe um, wanting it could be enough of a reason to pursue it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. Um, and I think. I have wanted to find a reason to want things for a really long time, like to want to go to school. Mm-hmm. I like to go to school. That is not a common or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not always a supported thing, you know. Um, I have a lot of goals that are not based on me having kids or being married or wanting to lift someone else out of misery or poverty. or mm-hmm. I don't live for anyone else um, that is here now you know like a legacy yes like 
maybe things that have not come yet. I can't mm-hmm. say that I, you know, won't feel uh, those feelings about the, you know, things that I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But um, as of now, I do it because I want to, mm-hmm. which is not uh, as popular as you would think. Yeah of a reason to pursue things. So um, I'm centering uh, my goals around the fact that I exist and that I thought to want these things mm-hmm. and that that is validation enough for me to pursue them. Absolutely. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you know what? Just continue to grow, continue to live, and and because you 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 always find purpose in any, anything that you do. Mm-hmm. So just more power to you. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. I got a question. All right, so say say right now, um, right now we have all the money and time in the world. Okay. All the money, all the time. Like imagine you got the house you want. You got mm-hmm. the car you want. Mm-hmm. You taking the vacations you want. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. You got it. family taken care of. If you got kids, kids taken care of. Mm-hmm. Brother, sister, mom, dad. All that good stuff. Taking care of all that. Like you got all the money and you just got all the time. Mm-hmm. What would you do? At the time and the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got. I mean, everything taken care of. All that good stuff. What would you do? I will build. I will build a bigger uh, studio than Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And I would have a lot of, you know, people coming in who want to be actors and and helping them out. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I would like, like that foundation. Just to just talk about Tyler Perry. What he that that is powerful to me. Mm-hmm. And I would basically start building, start educating, and start letting people know who they are, where you came from. You were you uh, came from kings and queens. And basically continue that legacy. I would build in that way because I want people to understand who they are, especially when it comes to young, young kids, mm-hmm. the young youth, kids at DJJ. They don't know that what they you know they don't know their worth and they don't they don't see that because it's it's not around. I would basically start building. I'm good. I'm I'll be happy building and and continue that huge legacy. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. How about you, big man? <laughs> um, that's a uh, interesting question. Um, I would. I don't. If everything was taken care of and I eaten all the food, I you know wanted to eat all this other stuff. All mm-hmm. right. I probably just strive towards the perceivably unattainable, like I already do. I kind of mm-hmm. ride my bike because <laughs> yeah. I like to ride my bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I I think I, when you were talking, Yolo, I was thinking. Uh, actually, I thought of two things, two songs, because like I kind of always have a song in my head. Um, <laughs> and I thought about this J Cole. Uh, where he says, um, you know, that somebody says a be- there's beauty in the struggle. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this off the food and liquor album, Lupe Fiasco, he says, uh, being broke makes you humble. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I guess I often now think about like when I don't have any doubt that I'll be where I want to be, you know, career wise or in any capacity. Um, and, you know, like what would that look like and what would I do? 
if I didn't need to work, if I didn't, you know, and mm-hmm. I go to museums and I eat food and <laughs> I read books and yeah, yeah. <laughs> ride my bike and mm-hmm. which is all the stuff I do now. So, you know, it's yeah. just like everyday life. I yeah, you know, I would just mm-hmm. live and be very thankful and um look for new things to do that people tell me I can't and like I already do and mm-hmm. move when I want gotcha. like I do yeah. already I don't know I would live the life I live right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we you know what I'm saying yeah. but like, I don't know uh-huh. I probably would have less clothes I mean I kind of already only wear black and like, navy and mm-hmm. gray so <laughs> I would just wear black yeah 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 <laughs> you buy more black clothes yeah look like, I Probably buy less black clothes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I assume at that point I have like grandchildren or something. Mm-hmm. Something to like re <laughs> instill a sense of wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think like, you know, like what old I always like, you know, babies call other babies baby. Mm-hmm. And like my granddaddy always called people old, and I'm like, granddaddy, you old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, just like I be thinking like, well, how does he see himself? You know, like mm-hmm. I think you're older. He's not, you know, that old, but um, he sees people that are his age even are like a little bit older, and he calls them old people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like when I like am the when that's made it, like, and I see other people that have made it, like, what will I, what will I think? Mm-hmm. Probably this is just another step, you know? Like, yeah. time to level up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's grand. Yeah. I know, like, uh, whenever it comes to that, you know, and it kind of goes back to, you know, still, like, talking about your, like, you know, your older self or your younger self and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, it's just being Mm purpose-oriented. You know, um, just just the fact of, you know, like, hey, making sure that you do what you want to do at the end of the day or, like, what drives you. And things like that, because that's going to equate to your happiness overall. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, man, you know, impact, like, impact people. You know, share your story, do all this good stuff, because you know, like, that's what makes you the most happy. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, it just goes back to that ultimately. Um, and I know I just say, man, like, as far as the what would I do is, I'm doing it. I'm gotcha. doing it. Hey, I was like, hey, I'm gonna write the book. I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna speak. I'm speaking. There you go. Hey, um, only thing left is, is like, hey man, you want to create that homeless shelter, and then just continue to impact people along the way, and that's that's all, you know. And um, and I just tell bro, uh, you're not gonna be six foot. I think that was it. Nobody. You gonna have to. That's about it. It ain't, it ain't coming. It ain't coming. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, that's the best thing. Live your best life. Just continue. Just live. Mm-hmm. That's what life is really all about. Yeah, living. Absolutely, absolutely. And just incorporating the things that you love, and you find out things that you want to do and things that you don't want to do. It's just that's part of your growth. But just live. I like that. Just, just yeah, yeah. You can put that little song. Living my best life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So, we have anything else? Um, did you want to talk about that trial? Oh, okay. We can tap into the trial. Yeah. Um, a lot of people um were talking about the Amber. What's her last name? 
Amber Guy. God Webber. Yeah. Hey, you know, y'all know. Y'all know. Amber. Y'all know her name. Phone a friend. <laughs> Amber. So, and the way that that young man like basically he his gesture was he wanted to give the defendant a hug and he gave her a hug and he forgave her. And a lot of people was like, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, just that didn't make any that didn't make any sense. But to each his own. But what I feel is if what he did was powerful. Mm-hmm. That was an act of kindness. Maybe that's a, a change of a lot of people's mindset. But however, it was still a powerful message on you know what he presented. Yeah. And I would I I me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mm-hmm. do not know. Yeah. If I would even think about that to say, may I, you know, give the defendant? I don't know. I don't know about that at all. Um, but um, that that's just. I I believe that was a powerful gesture within itself. Um, what I was basically um, kind of a little indifferent about well I'll say I was a little upset about is that the bailiff um was fixing the lady's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was strange. But I didn't understand that. Why were you fixing her hair inside the courtroom? She, she's a defendant. What why would you fix her hair? Because at that point that that whole gesture, because I when I'm looking at that, I'm so like I was saying to myself, if she was a woman of color, would you have done that? I, I that's how I feel about yeah. that part. If she was a woman of color, would you have fixed her hair? Would you have brushed it down? Would you have comforted her? Would you have done anything of the sort? Because now that is just a, um, a message within itself. Because what I don't like is that people of color, and once they are in that defendant chair and they are being accused of a crime or whatever the situation may be. There is no pity on that individual mm-hmm. if you are someone of color. I haven't seen it. Me neither. So that's my views on it because I don't want to touch too much on it because I didn't read the case. That's just that part right there. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt about that. Yeah. Um. You know, the thing that uh, I seen a post on Instagram. And on Instagram, it was pretty much saying how... Um, a lot of people it was like a, pretty much the post said a lot of people that are spiritually sound or like spiritually based they didn't have a problem with it because it you know aligned with like you know the bible and stuff mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was really unique simply because you know it mentions in the bible you know if you're giving the person like 70 times you know 70 and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, I ended up you know doing some reading on my own and that, the story you know I was talking a little bit about it before the podcast and just the story of you know, they brought this woman to Jesus and she committed a sin. And they were like, hey, we usually stone people for this. Mm-hmm. We we kill them, you know, all back, you know. And he was just like, okay. Well, whichever one of you without sin can just throw the first stone. And sure enough, everybody left. And it was just her there. And he was just like, go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it made me really realize, like, us as people, we measure 
Thing, like you know, sin or things that are bad or whatever, and we can say, oh, you killed somebody, you deserve this many years. Hey, you did this, you stole, you deserve this many years. Oh, you smoking, you still whatever it is, you deserve this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, you really can't judge. Right. You know, it, it's just like, yo, you really can't judge because in in a sense, we really don't know what happened. Our eyes wasn't there, our ears wasn't there, none of that. So it was just like, man, it's crazy how, you know. Us as people, like, we, like, sometimes, again, we can't forgive. And we'll hold on to stuff. But yet, like, you know, uh, looking at it from that spiritual standpoint, it was just like, wow, God will forgive you. Or God is, like, the one true judge. So mm-hmm. it was just like I was looking at the case and I was looking at, you know, him hugging her and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, you know, I love the fact that he didn't want to carry that baggage. Right. I just love that. Like, no matter what, what like, no matter what's in her heart. Whatever is torturing her inside, mentally, whatever, whatever, she'll have to deal with that. But he'll be free. That's the part I love the most. Yeah. That's the part I love the most. I really felt that it, it was just, it was a powerful, it was, the image was powerful. Mm-hmm. What he did was powerful. And that it just showed me that I got a lot of work to do. You really don't know what you do in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I ain't trying to say go out there and just put yourself in a situation like that. But yeah, I'm, you just really don't know. And it, it was it was really powerful. I, yeah, it was really powerful. I don't speak on what I don't know about. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you haven't seen the case in here? Ah, I, I did. Yes, I'm familiar with, but I don't. I can't verify that anybody was let set free or let go or mm-hmm. forgave or yeah. For all I know, the man just wanted a hug. You know what I'm saying? And she was <laughs> I see what you said. I don't know about that. I don't know what they yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the man was her right. room, I can't call it. So I'm all you. Hey, I'm sorry. That was funny. funny. I know that's right. Okay, so we're just gonna close within the scripture. Well, this basic instruction before leaving this earth. How often should I forgive someone who sinned against me? Should it be seven times? No. Not seven times, but 70 times seven. Make allowance of each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. And remember, you are also forgiven. So you must forgive others. So let's think about that. You know, you have to be forgiven about something that you've done. So why not forgive others? Hello, those Poetry Podcast Show. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Hey guys, continue to listen to Yololo's Poetry Podcast Show. And check me out at www.yololospoetry.com.